Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah! Definitely some disgust. Rose, and I think a little fear. Ah! But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broadway Sid Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and the legacy of five zeros is that we're stranded again. Let's saddle up the horses together and never say, this is the day. Sign Lily, sign and repent, because you've uh, got it all. Okay. She's a nut, but life is like a train. Mine. I've got it all. Joining us today are the usual Veronique sextet usuals who <laughs> rise again on the 20th century. I was going to say, there's not very many people who know what you just did there. Yes. <laughs> Those lyrics from the musical on the 20th century? They were century? all the, the song titles. titles. Song titles. Yeah. The, oh my God. I had that, that CD as a kid. Uh-huh. And I don't even remember, I didn't even click any of that. And I remember I listened to it. It was Madeline Kahn. John Cullum, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the um, original. Kevin Klein, maybe? I think that's the original. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, totally yeah. the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just recently did a revival Ooh. a few years ago with Kristen Chenoweth and, and Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and Andy Carl was in that. Yes, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like the... The 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, I have a... Ri- Kevin, I have written a play, Jager. Oh, I have. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Kimberly, our private world game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. I don't know this show at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is a song. Oh, it's a real gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with us today is someone you've seen somewhere at some point on TV and Happy Endings, Drunk History, Bob's Burgers, or you heard him there, How I Met Your Mother, Kroll Show, or Heathers, among a ton of others. He writes for Netflix's AJ and the Queen, but you've definitely seen his Chloe Sevigny videos. Let's give a big broad waist and welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Drew Droji. Hi. We just talked about that. I'm so mad. It's fine. I know also said I never I never correct people, but it's Drogi. But Drew Drogi. We literally had a 20 minute conversation about it. It wasn't 20 minutes, but we did have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's better than Droge. That's the one I really hate. And people go, Drew Droge. I just sound like such a horrible, just like some. Some sad, like, you know, cocooned, you know, creature or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't mind Droji. I don't mind a soft G. You know, I'm going to say that Dina for now on, cocooned creature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can follow him on social media at his name. Uh, Kevin, would you mind saying it? Drew Drogi. Great. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but we always start with, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? 
<laughs> Almost all the same. Well, well I'm going to blame the Tonteo on uh, the name mishap. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Because it smells so bad and weird. No, it's it's delicious jalapeno tequila. I walked in and it is all I could smell in this room. Really? Oh, really? It's it's not, so I don't good. smell it. I mean, right. I did put it on as Cologna. Oh, so yeah. Nice. Kevin, we all know it's Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am drinking the Hudson Maple Cask Rye Whiskey. Me too. Same. Um, it is great. delicious, and it's we great. talk every week about why we love it, and keep making it Hudson and keep sending it our way. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, do you want to feel better about pronouncing things? Sure. A girl on The Bachelor recently, um, they were, got like presents or something before a date, and she got some lingerie, and she had oh, clearly no. never said that word out loud, and she said, well, she got some really cute lingerie sets. Oh, oh no. no. That was literally a joke on In Living Color, like Jamie Foxx's character. <laughs> was it Wanda? Was that his like, really uh, like hideous woman that he played on there? I don't know. And I remember her talking about her lingerie. Oh. It was literally a joke. Well, I'm, and there are people that don't know how to say lingerie. Yes. Oh. On The Amazing Race, <sighs> they went to Kiev, Ukraine. No. Oh, no, Kiev. Um, yeah, oh I love chicken Kiev. Helen, I know, the best. <laughs> that's like what people drunk call me. They're like Kiev, Kiev, Jaeger, Kiev Jaeger. Well, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Um, you are Thank currently you at the Soho Playhouse. Yes, doing Happy Birthday, Doug. Doug, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Happy Birthday, Doug. Happy Birthday, Doug. Yes. Um, Let's let's talk a little bit about that. It's kind of a you 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 kind of go into what it is. Oh sure sure, um, it's a, um, a sort of a birthday party from hell. Um, I'm playing nine different gay men at, a, at the party, mm-hmm. eight of which are talking to Doug, and it's his birthday obviously, and you get to meet Doug at the end of the show. So it's just it's like those moments you get with each person, like one on one. Usually, uh, I'd also play a couple. So there's one scene where you, I, I play go back and forth on a couple, but. Or like um, a David Hasselhoff, like Jekyll and Hyde moment. Oh, completely. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> totally. The thing that I always like, there's so much in like solo shows, and I, I, I just remember like all, forever being like swearing I would never do a solo show. And just there's so many things you're like switching back and forth in characters. I was like, I'm never going to do that. And it's like so much fun to do. And it's also <laughs> There is something a little tongue in cheek about doing it too, because it's just like you've seen. You know, so many, I don't know. I've just seen so many versions of the people doing Are that. Are there and, hats? No, there are no hats. <laughs> but I have seen the ones where they switch a hat, they oh, switch yeah. a hat back, yep. switch a hat, switch it back, you know. No, it's none of that. But, um, no, it's just like those moments you get, like, caught at the party, when it's your own party. And so it's sort of written, like, I've, I used to, I, I used to, I don't know, younger, younger days have, like, over 100 people at my birthday parties. And I don't know why I thought I got points for that. Mm-hmm. But I invited everyone, even people I didn't like. Sure. And they were exhausting experiences. And then I also realized it's like you're at the, when you're at the center of attention, how how insane that is. And yeah. how people's, like, insecurities come out. And um, I also just want to explore modern gay culture and, like, how gay people talk to each other and how we interact with each other and how we can be each other's best friends or our worst enemies and all of that in between. So, um and I get to play a lot of different kinds of, you know, shapes and sizes and ages of, of, of gay men, too. Sure. So um, that's fun. Because I'm kind of known for playing nightmare horrible people, which mm-hmm. I love. And that's kind of like, <laughs> what I yeah, yeah. prefer doing. What a good MO. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to do it I'm every time. I'm to play your resident Any, nightmare horrible it, it, Yeah, oh my God. Anytime anybody <laughs> says, I wrote a part for you, I'm like, oh, I hope it's terrible. <laughs> um, but um, it's fun in the show because I get to play different levels. And sure. you know, I play like an older queen who I think is really, you know, lovely. And he's not at all like, you know, um, nasty like the rest sure. of them are. But um, it's, 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 yeah, it's very therapeutic for me to get to go through every night. And I feel like for people to sort of see, you know, aspects of themselves. I still, I still don't feel like we have represented ourselves enough and, 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 and very correctly sometimes. I mm-hmm. feel like we have, when you do have the one gay character in something, it's kind of limited as to what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I feel like it's like, it's just fun to get just kind of say, here are nine, not all nine types, but these are just, just for example, you know. What, um, I guess in the vein of that, kind of moving to the next step, what do you want people to walk out of? Um, Ooh, not the show. What do you want them to walk out with? A whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I they don't leave, I keep talking until they go. Um, so it's some episode. nights it's a long night, yeah. some nights it's 10 minutes long. This episode um, is brought to you by Tanteo. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, that's such a great question. I feel like um, I always love when people say they saw themselves or they recognize people that they know mm-hmm. in it. When they look and they go, oh my God, that's is that me? Oh my God, that's so me. Or is that my friend or whatever? Um, 
And also to, to feel okay. I feel like um, I very much like had, I don't know, as I was writing this, I didn't really understand what I was writing when I was doing it. Sure. But then I realized that the show is really about like holding on to the people that matter and letting go the people who don't and mm-hmm. sort of letting them go with love. And uh, it's fun to be bitchy and sort of like, you know, sort of lampoon the people that we don't like, but also realizing like you really need your friends. And yeah. it's more a show about friendship than... Um, my last show, Bright Colors and Bold Patterns, was mm-hmm. about a gay marriage and it was more about a single guy sort of coping in the gay world with that. And this one, I mean... This guy is also single, but not in the same... Uh, Doug, um, but not in the same headspace. I'm sorry, about it. Duke? Duke, right, exactly. Right. <laughs> We're going to have an impossible time finding this show. Like, what is the show called? Um, so, no, but, like, you know, I, I feel like it's not... It's less about that, and it's more about friendship, the show sure. is. That's great. Yeah. Um, talk a little about your writing process. Mm. Um, you, you have a very heavy background in improv. Um, do you, yeah. Are you someone who sits down and writes? Are you someone who acts it out and kind of notates as you go? Well, what's your process, especially when you're doing a one-man show? Yeah, I, a little bit of both because um, I, I, def- I came up through the Groundlings in L.A. And that was where – and Groundlings is all about characters and, like, writing original characters – with the distinct points of view. And so I, and I taught there forever. And so I just, it's naturally kind of where I go to first before I think Uh concept, before I think like plot or what's this all about. Mm -hmm. So I just started writing these characters. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were people I started writing first and then I started to figure out like where to put them and what like sort of to do. But I, I, I sit at my laptop and I sort of write that way. And then I get up in my apartment and just start acting it out. And then I, things come out of me just cause I am an improviser and performer Mm -hmm. and there were things that'll just come out. Or on, I'll find a behavior and I'll go, oh, that's fun for that person. And so I'll sort of add that oh, in. Oh, fun. When, you do you, when do you feel it in your gut to kind of end that draft um, in terms of, because you could probably improv forever, you can go on oh, forever. Oh, sure, sure. What's, a, what's an internal or external cutoff that helps you to realize, cool, this is, this is this stopping point, time to look back and then move. What, what, what is that process A like? lot of it is like when I work with, with the director. I mean, Tom DeTrenis directed the show and he was really great at sort of helping shape like, okay, I think we're done here. Because a lot of it I could keep going. I mean, you can kind of keep going the yeah. whole thing. And then also it's just sort of like, you know, as you're writing, you get the fun information out of the character. And then you're like, at a certain point, you're like, all right, I think we got to find out why they're here, what they want. Do they get it or do they not? All those kind of basic rules. Yeah, yeah. And then get out. Like, leave us wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it is always fun for me when the people see the show and they're like, oh, I wanted more of such and such character. Um, you know, because you just get like a, a, you know, sort of a flavor um, for it. And, sure. um, and I think, too, just naturally, like, used to, in working with Groundlings, like, you sort of, are, you just get used to the, the <coughs> length uh, inherently of how a monologue needs to be and then it, you kind of feel like it needs to kind of be over so yeah. and you sort of a lot of times you end it where, to where you begin if you know or mm. you kind of go oh there's a fun blackout there um, or whatever cool yeah well before we segue into other writings that you've done let's play a game yeah Ooh, wonderful okay. guess what? what what you have to write a little bit yeah. <laughs> oh okay um, this game do you is hate called... writing no we love uh, it oh, okay, no they're okay. both writers oh okay, okay and I'm not so I just make them do oh, it a lot oh great right, I love it um <laughs> This game is called Happy Holidays, You. Okay. Okay. In which in you're going to pick a Lights of Broadway show card. Okay. That is someone that you're casting in a one-person show. Great. Ooh, okay. Then you have a holiday on one slip of paper. Okay. And a name on another slip of paper. Okay. And so, like, happy birthday, Doug. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're going to right. create something like... Happy St. Patrick's Day, Beth. Okay. Uh-huh. For so-and-so. Oh, okay. Okay, great. great. Okay, perfect. Um, Kevin, will you go first? Sure. You're my ace. I think I understand. I believe in you. Mm, I don't believe it. in me right now, so <laughs> I, I, I'm, this rests on your shoulders. Okay, I got this. All right. Kevin is picking, and Oh, so there might be have? a different gender from... Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. I didn't That's really very think confusing. That That's very confusing. <laughs> I need to leave. I don't feel seen, understood. <laughs> okay, so I have Happy National Donut Day Beth. Oh, wow. right. great. And it stars Seely Keenan-Bolger. Oh, well, there you go. So this would be a one-woman show where it's National Donut Day, <laughs> and Beth is entering into a contest to make a donut, like the best donut, and compete in like her like county fair. Sure. Okay. But the entire play is her like mistakes and mess-ups that like make a terrible donut, so she keeps starting over. 
and trying to rush and mm-hmm. see if she mm-hmm. can make the best donut. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, the end of the show is her, like, hearing the timer go off on, like, the, I don't know, what do you make donuts with? Like, fryer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, come on, they don't make donuts on great British baking shows, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they have, have they really? Uh, I need to find yeah, they that. use that mini fryer yeah. that they have on the tables. Okay, the then, yes, yeah, they yeah, use yeah. fryers. Mm-hmm. So, like, she hears, like, the fryer buzzer go off. Do they mm. have those? They yeah, yeah, sure. You can say your own buzzer. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, let's yeah. see if this is a good donut. And she, like, goes to find out because it's her last chance, and then the lights go up, so you don't know. Oh, oh. wow. So that would be, like, the it's thing like that everyone at home with. Yeah. yeah. Out, like, Beth, did you yeah. make a good donut or not? Hopefully there are no plot holes. Uh, <laughs> but see, the place. And still... anybody else that works there with her, or just it's just her, it's like, just freaking her out? the whole time freaking Okay, great. Out. Okay. And who is the audience? Is, are the audience are just people watching? Like, does she talk? She obviously oh, has to talk like to them. It's like the people that are, like, she's trying to run the... the Shop that she runs, uh-huh. while the, so there are people who are like coming into the store. So the audience are like, "Hello, they're the customers, totally. essentially." Okay, great. That's delightful. So that's, that's great. Yeah, that's happening. Love National that. Donut Day, great. Beth and Celia Keenan Bulger will win a uh, Golden Globe. Oh, oh wow! Wow! Oh. wow. <laughs> New category. New category. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I was like, I love "What's it. a safe award to win?" I was like, "A Golden oh. Globe." Yeah. <laughs> We're live theater. Yeah. Tried and true. All right, I'm gonna pull. <laughs> All right, I have Happy Fourth of July, Dennis, mm. starring Alex Brightman. Okay. Um, and uh, basically, what this is is there is the host of this Fourth of July barbecue. His name is Dennis. Okay. But we never meet him. Mm. The audience is Dennis. Mm. Brightman plays all the characters showing up to Dennis, the audience's Fourth uh, of July barbecue. And they uh-huh. all have very specific relationships with Dennis. Dennis. Um, so this is basically kind of, they're all neighbors too. This is not like his friends. It's like he's throwing like the, the block, neighbor. Like yeah, the cul-de-sac yeah, 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 yeah. situation. So <laughs> totally. everything from like the kid down the street to mm-hmm. the old man who won't sell his house and like lets his yeah. weeds grow and like all, everyone shows yep. up to this party. Yep. Um, and, uh, and it's called fourth of, happy fourth of July, Dennis. I love it. Yes. Does the audience realize they're Dennis? Yes, it's not as... Because like they're being spoken to as if they're Dennis. Yes, and they, when you go in, they all get a hello, my name is Dennis. Oh. oh that's or great. Denise. <laughs> well, that's good. That's, that's nice to yeah, get yeah, yeah. Now, and then Al- does Alex have a bunch of uh, wigs and hats on stage, or does he do it all like... Just yeah, how's raw? he changing characters? Sure, he has... It's a uh, shoes... Oh, oh, wow. Hey. I hope they have to be fully laced up yes. every time. It's all okay, shoes. Right. Yes. Oh, my so God. A lot of so time. the tagline, show your like shoes. shoes. Show us your shoes. It's show us show your shoes. shoes. Yes. That happens. It's a <laughs> giant wall of shoes. Shoes. Yeah. Oh, I Definitely love it. Oh, my God, shoes. Yeah. It's, my God, you yes. Know, um, you know, you, you'd think it was chairs, but it's not. It's shoes. It's shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really interesting. You think it was chairs? John Doyle. What John Doyle. It's directed by John Doyle. Yeah. Right, right, right. I see, I see. Yeah. I, was like, I, love I love that I hear chairs, chairs and immediately know your joke is John Doyle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, my friends think this revolutionary idea. Chairs. Oh, that's yeah. the yeah. the yeah. play. play. Sure, and sure. so anytime someone says chairs, they're just like more people, more chairs. Well, wow. actually, <laughs> it was that's the play, but it's like the two old people, right? And they're just moving chairs around. Yes, I've and actually so never seen that. It was my play. friend's senior thesis in college, and so the entire senior year, he was just collecting chairs from people mm. to use. As part of the set. Oh, what show is this? Chairs. chairs. The chairs. The Inesco. The Inesco. Um, well, he was... They keep adding chairs on and on and on, right? Yes, yeah, so they keep bringing okay. chairs, and like they're like, more people are coming, more chairs, more people, more chairs, and then their guests never come. Well, John uh, Doyle was supposed to direct... Chairs? The Chairs show, and then they fired him and like, let's do the Chairs show. Oh, we did the share show. Okay. Wait, did, now, I, I'm sorry. I don't no, know who John no, 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 that was. A, that was a bad joke. Okay. It's your bad turn. Joke. Did he do, did yeah, he he do the share show? show chair, oh, share show. shares. Okay, great. It was yeah. bad. Okay, great. I was like, that's <laughs> very meta. Yeah. Yes, but I love it. It was terrible. Um, okay, so it's my turn. My joke. Yes. I can just okay, picture right. producer's room, though, being like, let's do a chairs show. Wait, no, a share show. Give that man a promotion. All right, great. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, I'm so glad I just saw her on stage, and she's wonderful. Okay, so my show is called 
Happy Spring Equinox, Sarah Jane. Oh. <laughs> and it's starring Anne Harada. Harada? Harada, yeah. Uh, who I just saw in um, Emoji Land. Sure. Uh, yes. As the big pile of poop. And she's wonderful. She's, she's so, so funny. Okay. So, um, Happy Spring Equinox, Sarah Jane. All right. So, most of the show, um, Sarah Jane is going to be in arguments about when the spring equinox actually is. Because it's going <laughs> to yeah. be, there's a giant calendar on stage that she's mm-hmm. constantly flipping dates over. <laughs> and uh, and, it's, and there's just constant confusion. And there's no way of knowing in the world of the show when it actually begins. Right. Um, but I think uh, in the course of it, there's going to be a lot. I think she's going on stage with a giant, like a lot of plants. Uh, that are going to be growing, but because it's global warming, they're going to be coming out too early. So she's going to have to save them <laughs> through the through this. Uh, so it's a very bittersweet. Like the title is sure. very bittersweet because you don't know if it's happy or not. Yeah. And then um, also because uh, her name is uh, is Sarah Jane, she she's really irritated when people call her just Sarah because mm. it's Sarah Jane. So yeah. there's going to be a whole song called "It's Sarah Jane, Damn It." And she oh, kind of yeah. loses her mind and finds her finds her yeah. identity. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, no one will ever call her Sarah ever again. Sure. And um, I think that Anne will um, definitely get um, a Lortel nomination. For sure. And uh, she will get a special Tony Award. Uh, wow. For, for uh, just for um, calendar flipping. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, like, backstage, they have tons of uh, band-aids just in case she had paper, paper cuts. Oh, yeah. Never have laid out. Yeah. Like, already unwrapped. She can just put her hand down. Boom, 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 boom. That's the quick change that yeah. happens. Yes, yes. Switching out her band-aids. Totally. <laughs> All right, Kimberly. Good show. I have um, Merry Christmas, Wilhelmina. Starring Audra McDonald. Oh, oh, there you okay. go. And it's just an old-timey Christmas variety show starring Audra McDonald and some <laughs> housewife named Wilhelmina. And you find out at the end that um, she's in like a psychiatric ward and has imagined all of her oh. friends coming. This is great. But she's oh, wow. just like welcoming all of these people who are not there. You said it's a musical, right? To come and do right? songs. And oh, then she sits and watches like the silence of her friends performing oh, songs. Oh, <laughs> and then she gets up and duets with them but you only hear her part. See, she should do it in rep where like every other night you turn like all the friends are performing and then like every other night you're just seeing what she's seen as the like the in the the asylum so it's just her sitting in silence and then responding oh I love this oh wow Merry Christmas Wilhelmina Or, or deeply you, bittersweet show. You do it in deeply. a theater where it's like the stage is split. And there's audience on either side. Mm. So then, like she at Saint Anne's. Yes. So like she she can be performing. So like one half the audience can see other people on stage with her, and one half can't. Oh. So you can pick when you buy a ticket if you want like reality or the fantasy. Oh, Instagram gosh. or not Instagram? <laughs> right, exactly. I'm gonna go to a musical and I choose reality. Too. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be somebody. Who oh, you know that? Oh my! In this day and age, yeah, it's no, all people do. Everyone's a are. fact checker. Everyone's like, no, that's actually that. You know. Little Shop of Horrors doesn't work because there's a plant that, that like eats people and talks. That's not real. Yeah. You know, like, like, like oh, bursting into God. song. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Reality. Exactly. Yeah. I love how books get criticized more than like the concept of a musical. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Mm. And it's also like it's just so go true. for the ride. Enjoy yeah. the Enjoy the Absolutely. Dance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My, la- my other show, um, when I did Bright Colors and Bold Patterns, sure. I played one character talking to multiple people. And there were occasionally people who thought the reveal was going to be that I was crazy and I was just talking to no one. Like Clint Eastwood talking to chairs. And, um, you know, and I'm like, that would be really dark. But yeah. you know, And it was, actually yeah. my, it was actually my fear when I first did it because I was like, I didn't know if the audience was going to take yeah. away. Like, I was actually really talking to people and not just a crazy person in an empty house. Like, they're at the end, the cops come and they're like, he's broken in and he's having a psychotic break. <laughs> you know, that's it's like, that's so that insane. Like, you know, no. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that was fun. What was that called again? Happy holidays, you. Great. I love it. (laughs) It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, let's go back to writing a little bit. Sure. Uh, you write for AJ and the Queen. Yes, I did. Um, I just finished the last episode today. Mm. Uh, tell us a little about that writing process in terms of, I'm assuming you write more as a group, are you individually writing episodes? Mm-hmm. One t- episode said your name at the yes, beginning. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to meet him soon. Oh my God. I'm gonna, yeah, totally. <laughs> How do you pronounce that? Truly, <laughs> <laughs> I said it wrong in my head. Hey, it's fine. It's fine. I, um, it's a little bit of both because we do have a, we, you know, we had a writer's room. It was a very small group of people. Um, and I was brought on as a consultant. And so um, I had done that the year before on Big Mouth, the, 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 oh, the, the my own favorite cartoon, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so that was a blast. It was so much fun to get to do that. And so so funny. I mean, there were days we would just be crying laughing as it was just like, and that was a much bigger room, but we would just sit there and they'd be like, all right, so just like how many different like ways can you just say like, you know, menstruation and they come up with a mini or or like, you know, like, you know, puberty or whatever the thing is. Mm -hmm. And we would just sit there and just come up with everything that we could come up with in the room and just cry that. And we would just land on one, you know. Mm-hmm. joke that way and then um, so in this one in on AJ and the Queen was a little bit um, it was a smaller room but we really like what was exciting was that um, I got to like help create the world like with everyone because yeah. like, we were just really building it as we go and Michael Patrick King uh, um, executive produced and he was like that you know he and RuPaul were the main like brains behind it mm-hmm. um, but still there were so many questions that you know we would kind of go wait is it this and then he would go I don't know maybe it is let's try and so okay. we just it was really collaborative in that way and then um, uh, as we were going along the process like we started when we started shooting um, they were having to find times that we could meet in between because they because it was such a small group that like everybody was like on set shooting one episode and having to write the next one in between, mm-hmm. you know, in between takes and stuff. So um, they came and offered me an episode. So it was the first time I had ever done that with like my own. So that that was you know one where we all as a group sort of um, broke it and sort of like what that means is like you kind of go through like we have to get all these story points across. Mm-hmm. Here are the characters we want to do. Here's what we need to, you know, all that. And then I went away and I made, I wrote like an outline and then like an eight page outline of the whole thing. And then I brought that in and presented that to the room. And then we, I got notes on that and built on that. And then you get your final like go. And then it was so fast. I had about a week to write the episode before mm-hmm. after, oh, really? I turn in the first draft before, you know, and then you turn it into like the art department and casting and all these people. And like, it's one of those things like I'm used to writing theater when it's just me or yeah. when it's like a much smaller group. And I and I kind of think um, small in terms of like what can I carry in a backpack? What can I do? Yeah, you know. And then when you're, when you're doing a TV, you know, you're you're everything, every choice you make becomes like a whole department's focus to find that or to make that. Sure. You know. <laughs> and sometimes you write a character and you go. I had like a homeless couple in my episode. Mine was mm-hmm. Jackson, Mississippi. And I remember With the puppy. The was puppy. That, that was your episode, right? Yes, that yeah. was mine. Yeah. And so we had a homeless couple in there, and I was just like. It was very tricky on how to write homeless people in a comedy. It was mm-hmm. like honestly one of the hardest things we, for all of us to kind of go. We don't want to be too flip mm-hmm. and too like want want like a hobo is not not fun. It's not yeah. like you can do like Lucille Ball with you know you know hobo makeup sure, on now sure. nowadays. Nor did you want to do something so sad and condescending and you know it was mm-hmm. hard. So I was like sort of like what about a young couple that had that just made a couple bad decisions and there were a few more bad decisions away from being really bad. Mm-hmm. But there's a possibility that this girl could make a phone call to her dad and be fine. Sure. And like, you know, and, and I'm like, so so we're like, how do you describe that? You know, in a thing. So we were like, what if she looks like sort of like Rooney Mara in um, Girl with the Dragon Trendy Tattoo, tattoo. Mm-hmm. like a, a slash like Hot Topic manager. Mm-hmm. One of her husband. <laughs> yeah, and that I'm was like, the vibe. And I'm like, and then her boyfriend sort of is like, what if he looks like, you know, um, Jamiroquai? You know, and, sure, he, has, yeah, and yeah. he has a ukulele. Mm. So they look a little bit like hipster, burning, man. like you don't feel too sorry for them. Yeah. yeah. Like he has a little small guitar. You're going to be like, okay. Yeah. And so then you write that and just, you know, and then casting goes out. They're like looking for a Rooney Mara type and a, and a Jamiroquai type. And you see that in the breakdowns of your, your name. You're like, oh, right. I just thought of that. And now it's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. It's so cool. 
And I know that for most people, that's just, they just know that when they're writing it. But I was, I was sort of. Then Rudy Mara was like, "I'll do she, it." Yeah, so she did it. She auditioned, and we went another way. Um, but uh, no, but no, but it's like so funny when you just. She and got typed like, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you, you know, you just come up with these things that you don't really think that a whole department is going to be scrambling to find that exact thing that you thought of. There yeah. was a whole meeting about the, her hair. Like, because I said she had blue hair in the thing. And it was like all the, you know, the hair department was like, we have all these different dyes and should we do this process? And, you know, so it was really kind of awesome yeah. to get to like whatever was in your mind to just sort of put it out there. And then I have, have the power. I know. It was totally fun to just kind of go. Um, so, and then when I was on set, I was basically like, just kind of there with the director, um, Anne Fletcher directed mine and was just awesome getting to work with her because mm-hmm. she's, I've just been a fan of hers forever. And, um, so I was mainly just kind of there as a resource, like if, the, if a line wasn't working or if we needed to change something for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of wait around for, you know, you just, some days you don't really do much and then other days you're like, oh wow, we really need to rewrite, rewrite this because mm-hmm. we have, things aren't working. Um, or because of what we had to do in the last episode or, they also took like a whole plot, a little subplot of my episode and made a whole other episode out of it. Mm. Which, the hospital scene. That was originally just a thing, a really? quick thing. And then they were, so then they decided like, oh, we're going to make a whole episode out of this. So it's really crazy when, I, and I feel like if you worked on, you know, season six of a show, it's not nearly that creative, obviously, or even season two of a show because you've already established kind of what right. the show is. Yeah, yeah. So it was really fun to get to just kind of go, we'll try this. Um, and also it was the first time you've ever, you know, um, you'll ever see a sitcom that's like about the lives of drag queens, like outside of the club uh, mm-hmm. or backstage or also not in New York or in LA, like sure. in like in small towns or in uh, medium sized cities. Um, what's it like to be an LGBTQ person in those spaces? And, um, so that was also really exciting too, because we knew that like, that's not, you know, um, often even considered, yeah. you know? For yeah. so many queer people, it's like they leave wherever they're from and they go to the city. Yeah. But it's like there are many people who who stay there and, and have lives there. And mm-hmm. um, and now with drag being such a phenomenon, like a lot of drag queens like stay where they are and, you know, in a lot of ways do better than they would if they tried to move here or to L.A. or something. Sure. Yeah. There were parts of the show where like they were all resentful. That, like New York was coming to town and it was interesting to see like right. the like big fish small pond moment. Right. Exactly. And then just like... This guy who now feels very small from New York, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretending to be real, real big fish. Oh, that's so totally it's cool. interesting. Well, yeah. is, are there drag queens in Tuesdays in, in the corner uh, with Kevin? It's Kevin's corner. Welcome and to yes. Kevin's corner. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely Just so I panicked a little a bit. A series of questions <laughs> for you. Oh, great. Uh, today's Kevin's corner. I googled funny questions to ask. Oh, great. Oh, and you literally just Googled that? Yes. Oh, my God. And I came wait. up with quite an impressive funny list. Funny questions oh, to ask blank? Yeah, I didn't say anything. I just said funny questions to ask. Oh, my And a God. website came up please with this. Please use these said, on oh, all please. of your first dates. Yeah, and it, it, a website came up and said a list of funny questions to ask. And I was oh, like, boy. perfect. Oh, my God. So I'm just going to go through and randomly pick some of these, and we'll just hear what you have to say. Okay, great. Okay, um, question one. What's the weirdest smell you have ever smelled? Oh, God, the weirdest smell? <sighs> I don't know. That's such a good question. I mean, I, I, I feel like uh, uh, I need some context. Can somebody, what, what have you, what's weird that you guys have smelled? I bet I'll think of something if I. Um. I don't know. See, I, my, my, my it has to be, bad. be like an yeah, my brain of like, ev- definitely went to like something in the city, like when you're walking through like the park or something, or like mm-hmm. at movie theaters. Like movie theaters always have really weird smells. Right, you mean well, it's always beautiful like pop, smells of popcorn. popcorn. I think children smell weird. Uh, like, yes, <laughs> they smell very strange. Like, no, there's always even so fish markets. Mm-hmm. Yes, they smell like oh, fish, like you... but there's always one smell that just doesn't fit with the other fish smells. Oh yeah, does that make sense? I worked at a seafood department in the uh, at a grocery store sure. in, the seafood, in um in North Carolina when I was going through college, and um, we were like really very conscious about how it smelled. And we had to like, we had to like spray down this sanitizer. I'd probably die 20 years early because I would spray down this stuff. <laughs> I remember it was called Q-San and you would just spray everything in it and it would just dry. It would just kill everything around and, you know, but it, so that it wouldn't smell like fish. But it was a very like 
acrid, uh, you know, chemical, mm-hmm. you know, um, smell. Uh, so maybe that's your weirdest. So thing. maybe so. I mean, I feel like I, my first thought is like I remember what the library smelled like when I was a child, and we that's we moved one. away. We moved away. I, I, I the town I lived in. I lived there when I was like two and three years old and we moved away and we moved to a bunch of different places and when I was 11, we moved back to that town mm-hmm. and I went in that library and I remembered the smell. Wow. That's I, cool. Because, you know, you know, it's like, it's so... Yeah, it, sense it's, memory. Yeah, it, Isn't it, smell like, like what the you strongest. meant, the strongest like memory? Yes. Yeah. It'll, yeah, it'll definitely attach to that. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Cool. That's a good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Good Yay. answer. <laughs> what part of a kid's movie completely scarred you for life? Oh, I hate kids' movies. Um, even as a child, I never liked them. I only, I only wanted to see adult movies. Um, yeah. I did. I always, well, I always loved the villains. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, uh, no, but I mean, like, I, rem- I always remember the villains. I guess as a child, I mean, uh, the Clash of the Titans, the mm. 1980 version, mm-hmm. the Harry Hamlin version, uh-huh. Medusa was always so awesome to me. I mean, my, my brother was like terrified of it and I was like, yes, more of this, please. Because yep. I loved villains. I loved, I loved Freddy Krueger. I loved, um, I mean, over my bed in high school, I had Freddy Krueger and Frankenfurter. Because I'm like, that's who I, I mean, like, yeah. you know, uh, you know, yeah. So I, so, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I guess like Bambi really disturbed me as a child. Oh, God, yes. You know, the opening of that. Yeah. But I never really trusted kids' movies. I was like, this isn't how it is. Like, I wanted... <laughs> like, to me. I was so, like... I had such a lovely, boring childhood that I only wanted, like, a d- disappointment and, uh, you know, and... and horror. You know, horror, <laughs> like, in my, in my entertainment. That's amazing. Uh, this is a random question. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? What? Uh, I think just one. <laughs> because one with tenacity, just one with tenacity. Because they can, get, elephants get really scared, right? Like yeah. a, a elephant like sees a chicken and it, it could like scare it, and I think the elephant could freak out and and you know, I don't know, fall off a cliff. Where yeah. do elephants live? Yeah, they, they could do that. There's <laughs> cliffs. Yeah. Sure, sure. There are cliffs. Fine. In the desert. Um, In Savannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have cliffs. Probably Savannah, rock. Georgia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the zoo. Sure. <laughs> uh, what would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? Apple. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the worst How name. How old is that child? Now? I don't know, but maybe, I mean, maybe 10 now? Maybe older. Maybe oh. older. I don't know, I'm terrible with that. I have friends that I'm like, how is your baby? And like, they're in college. Because I don't know, but I truly, I can't think of a worse name than Apple. It's so, I get so mad at her for naming her child that. 15 years old, but if you type in Apple Martin, Apple Martini comes up immediately. Well, exactly. Of course it does. No one talks about that either. It's, that poor child's name is one letter away from Apple Martini. Yes. The most basic trash drink from 2003. This poor child, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh my lord! I just get so mad at that. I mean, when people talk about like Aquafina, that's a name. I'm like, it's great. She's she a rapper. She also made it up herself. She made yeah. it up herself. She yeah. made a choice, and she's awesome, and she's great. But but no, there's nothing worse than Apple. No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not so random of a question, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. No, you like how immediately I know that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it smells. Just... I'm like, I don't know. Apple. <laughs> what else you got, Kevin? Okay. What? Um... What is the creepiest thing you could say while passing a stranger on the street? Oh, um, just by just by pa- passing, like going to the, whispering in their ear, like saying something. Yeah, I know. Or um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I, uh, I know, yeah. That's a really good That's one. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then the last one I'll do will be on this page. I'm just gonna pick a red one. Uh, oh, Jesus, that's weird. Have you read these? No, duh. <laughs> There's so many questions. I know, it's crazy. Uh, it's also such a weird thing, too, because it's like, usually questions aren't funny. Like, answers are funny. So I love that, like these are like, funny questions. Like, well, <laughs> totally. I mean, depending on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, these could be very straightforward. If you were transported 400 years into the past with no clothes or anything else... <laughs> What? How would you prove that you're from the future? Oh, okay. Now I get the question. I'm like, why would I be go back to you know? So like 400 is a random number. Just like 
How do you so prove like that you're a time it, So that traveler would be like Shakespearean. That would be like like Hamlet. Just past. Yeah, so you'd be just going past. back yeah. to like, right. the, yeah, like the 1700s. No, 16. 1600. 16. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, Hamlet was like 1600, right? I don't know why I'm saying that. 1610, Okay, so yeah. you're right yeah. around like, okay, so yeah. that time. Um, I, well, you would just talk and they would, you know, they would know that you're from, you know, or you also could predict. Think you're a witch. Maybe so. Oh, they would immediately kill me. Right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you could, uh, yeah, they would, they would, they would think you're a witch no matter what. But I think you could just talk, and then like the way you would speak would not be like in Elizabethan English, so and they would prove it through like your syntax. I think so. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm gonna do one more just because I realize there's another page, so I should pick one from each. Page. It'd be interesting, yeah. like with someone now, like if somebody came now from 400 years in the future, how they would prove it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. you'd be yeah. at 1620 if anyone cared. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. How what did you figure that out? Did you just do How did you possibly to figure, out figure that out? You're, on your You're a witch. How yeah. did you know that? Did you Google that? <laughs> 2020 minus 400 is 1620. Did you need your computer to tell no, you? No, I wanted to see what was in 1620. Oh, okay. yeah. So oh. I typed in the year 1620. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, I know you no, can drop I, in the ball, but like that's just like. Dropping the court. <laughs> uh, I, I literally Googled the thank year you, 1620. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, no, 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 no. Right, right, right. No. <laughs> I was like, Brian, do we need to have a talk? Okay, here's the, here's the last question. Is it? Do you, yeah. Kevin has never read before. Uh, Kevin doesn't read the questions he writes. He's not going to read the ones he copies. That's a really good one, so I'm trying to decide what I would go, which to go with for you. What would be the hat to end all hats? What could you wear on your head that would make people stop what they're doing and stare in awe and amazement? Well, any hat looks <laughs> weird on my head and people would stop and stare at me with a hat because I have such a big head and have so much hair that like wearing a hat, I always think I'll wear a hat and something and I never can look. You never pull it off? I can't pull it off. Um, so they, they would. But I think like if you had like a, you know, um, they always talk about in comedy, like, don't over, excuse me, like, don't over, uh, um, don't over pepper the sauce or whatever. Like, I, and they call it, like, putting a hat on a hat, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think a hat on top of a hat would be really fun. Like, a tiny little top hat on top of, like, a fedora. <laughs> to show that you're, you know, you're classy. Yeah. And you also uh, can ride a horse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which one is well, yeah, which one's which? A fedora is like, right? Is that is not, that classy? No, I mean, I think uh, that's a fedora. I guess it's Stetson is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. fedora was like, like your private Kruger. eye. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. Okay, and Freddie wore it. I like that both of us were like, which is the horse one? Do you yeah. wear a top hat when you ride a horse? That, yeah, some people do. <laughs> you can. Definitely. Very oh, you absolutely could. But you should wear a helmet. Mm, yes. Staying safe with Kimberly. Yes. <laughs> I had a cool velvet helmet when I and, wore horses uh, in high school. This has been Kevin's quarter. Yay! Yay. Um, before we play our last game, uh, what, do you have a favorite musical? I do. It's um, Sunday in the Park with George. Okay. Why? What does it do for <gasps> you? Mine too. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. It's my favorite Whatever one. Whatever says that's why I wasn't paying attention. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. It's... Um, I saw it. I got. I I saw it on the PBS special with Manny mm-hmm. Patinkin and Bernadette Peters uh, when I was in high school, and like was a blubbering mess when I realized that I'm George and I realized that like oh my god mm-hmm. that is a lot of people. Most people are dot and or you know, um, and you're just constantly gonna be lonely as an artist. Like it, it just hit me on such a visceral level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the music's beautiful. I think it's really funny. I think it's so smart. Even the second act when people claim doesn't really work, I, I think it, it absolutely does. I just think it's, I mean, it's, I'm so not a sentimental person until it really, something really gets to me. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's a very, like, it's a just a blistering, beautiful show. And I do, and I love Into the Woods as well. I mean, same sure. people, you know, I think yeah. those, they, those are two actually perfect musicals. And I will, I will see them anytime, any way I can. Do you have a favorite play? I don't know. Like, offhand, I don't know if I have a Happy favorite Happy birthday, Doug. Oh, certainly my own. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so weird? Or do you have a play that has impacted you greatly? Um, or a playwright? A lot have. I mean, obviously, Angels in America. I know mm-hmm. this feels so basic to say that, but it. No. Uh, I saw that in college, and it really... It, it, I, I had never seen anything like that before. And then just seeing the revival a few years ago, yeah. mm-hmm. I was still, like, for eight hours, just 
uh, gobsmacked. And I was like, this is such a good play. And the characters, and it's just like the best, smartest soap opera. And, it, and it's yeah, so yeah. painful, but it's also really funny. All of the characters I relate to. Um, but also, I mean, in recent years, I really did love August Osage County. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do love really American, character-driven, everyone's, you know, screaming at dinner kind of plays. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> that so yeah. much. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Did you, where did you grow up again? In North Carolina, outside of Charlotte. Do you remember the first show you saw? Uh... I know the first show I ever did. I was when I was three. I was in the Nutcracker. Oh, nice! Uh, with my with, with my parents, we were all three in it. Oh, wonderful! And, uh, and then there was a girl playing my sister. It was very confusing to me because I was like, she <laughs> wasn't really my sister, but she was in the play. Uh, she was really mean, and she always slapped my hands. We were supposed to like do some dance together, and she would smack my hands. Um, and uh, when I'm, and my, and it's my first memory that I my truly my first memory as a human being is having to run out on stage and play with a knot of wood and this it was a wood stage and I had to I was holding my family up from like getting to the party the Victorian party you know whatever you were and my dad picked me up and shook me in the air like I remember getting picked up and being shaken in the air my dad pretending to be really mad at me <laughs> and I remember laughing so hard like I couldn't I was not a committed actor. I was not a ballerina. Uh, no, I was not. I was no. I just wasn't even you know there, and I was just laughing at my dad because I could tell he was acting, and it was just made me laugh. Um, but then I'm trying to think of like the first play that I saw. The first thing I saw on Broadway was Phantom of the Opera. Okay, because that's you know what you do. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. with your family. So we saw Phantom of the, and Miss Saigon um, a day apart in 1991. What a, what a weekend! Yes, 1991, and Belle Biv DeVoe stayed at our hotel. Oh, I remember okay. that about our trip. You remember? Velvet Devote. No. I don't know. Oh my know. god. Um BBD, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh my god, yes. They um um poison. They sang poison. That oh, girl is poison. Yes. How, yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys are I thought you were around my I, it's the thing about getting older, you just think everyone's the same age, and I realize you're much younger than me. If you don't know Velvet Devote. Uh anyway. I know um, the song. You know the song, yeah, yes. of course. Um from 80s night parties. <laughs> oh, sure. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> 80s night. Um, but yeah, I don't remember the first thing I ever saw. Like, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, I did, I was like, I guess in second grade, and I remember our school went and saw a very experimental production of Peter Rabbit, where... <laughs> Where it was like a lot of people. It was a lot of people in black. It was like stagehands were in black, and they would they would move the fence. Like you would obviously see them, and I was so mad at it. I was like, "This is awful," (laughs) and I remember being very upset. I was like, "I was not into conceptual theater at that age. I wanted very literal. I would have been like, I would have sat on the." The side of the like the realistic people. Sure. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This yeah is not reality. Sure. Not yeah. real. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. What's her mm-hmm. name? Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. That was Jay's name that he gave me when I was asking for names at home. Oh, um, yeah. Should we play another game? Yes, I have a second round of Happy Holidays. You okay? That is competitive. Oh. And so what will happen is if you would like to go first, you can say you want to go first. I don't care. Brian will go first. Um, sure, sure, Brian will go first. Pick so everything. It's harder to win if you go first. Yeah. Go first. Yes. Yeah, so pick everything. Okay. And then we are all going to try and one up your show by choosing one thing to change. And that can be the holiday, the name, or the person. Okay. Okay. And then we will all do variants on the same. And then to say who's his best. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Kevin will win. Well, yeah. I obviously have. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I'll just make something up. I'll just say I win. I win. Yeah. Um, I have Happy Flag Day, Harriet. Okay. Mm. Uh, starring Gwen Verdon. <laughs> oh, good. Perfect name for a Gwen Verdon character. <laughs> Absolutely. Harriet. Yeah. <laughs> so Happy Flag Day, Harriet is a uh, is a she plays a uh, a woman who. A flag? Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm going outside the box here. Right. Uh, Gwen Verdon plays a woman who is a dancer. Again, outside the box. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Flag Day. Okay. Uh, and she is... It's the best pitch I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she gets trapped by a, um, by a uh, serial killer oh. on Flag Day. Okay. Uh, and the only way for her to escape... Is for her to do an interpretive dance to all of the flags that the serial killer presents to her. Oh. He's called the Flag Day Killer. Oh. 
Oh no! Oh, the, only yeah. kills oh, on wow. the only kills on flag. And it's going to be a really disappointing day for him if he doesn't get a kill. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Only if you can't do interpretive dances to the flags. Yeah, well, the, is there music? There is music. <laughs> are, are there lyrics and songs, or is it just dancing? It's just dancing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like okay. contact. Yeah. Oh great! I love it. The woman in the yellow dress. Yeah. Think the pitch is think Silence of the Lambs. Uh huh. Contact. And Flag Day. And Gwen Verdon. And Gwen Verdon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you looked out a kind of a big piece there. Yeah. So uh, a, flag is pre- a flag is presented. Oh, we, yeah, However, the thing about this is uh-huh. every night of the show, uh-huh. the flags are different and she's making up the dances. Ah. Uh. So, so it's an improv dance. Yes, it's an improv, musical. but the concept is that she <laughs> dance has musical been, starring Gwen Verdon. So we're making Gwen Verdon improvise? Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Every Lord, night? Every, every night. night. Yeah. And there are five to six flags every night. Okay. So five quick, to six. It's a now quick what, show. Uh, what inspires the sixth flag? Um... Oh, because there may not be six. There, there may not be five six. To six. There yeah. are five it to six. Depends on how long all of our other dances well, are. We haven't. The audience <laughs> let's be honest. We haven't previewed it yet. So oh, you're right. The we, sixth one is until it's frozen. Not not frozen, but until right. it's no longer sure. adding things mm-hmm. to the show. Um, <laughs> then the show turns into frozen, and they just do, no. Um, that was going to be my change that would yeah. make me win. <laughs> yeah. let's just change um, it. to So frozen. that's what it is. It's Happy Flag Day, Harriet. Happy Flag Day, Harriet. So, question mark. Oh, question yeah. mark. Yeah. Is it a happy oh. flag day or is it a murder filled? Does the audience decide her fate? Yes, the audience okay. votes. And is they all get flags that they go, yay, yes. yay? Yes, uh huh. They get like, oh. like, Don't like, help, like, man. like gladiatorial. Oh, oh, right. oh, right. oh, right. oh, right. No, well, he just, up. you know, we're on the same wavelength. Sure, sure. Right. sure. We yeah, get like it. gladiatorial. <laughs> I'll see you on Broadway. Thumbs up, thumbs down, except for like flags up, flags down. Or like white flag, red flag. Yeah, yeah. And then in the lobby, you can obviously buy flags from around the world. You can buy flags for the specific show. Sure. You know, instead of a poster, they have a flag. Yeah, absolutely. Like a banner, like or, you know, a pennant. You know, like you would get sure. for our baseball Great. team. Okay, so each of us gets to say one thing that we would change. Yeah, and then you can pick to change, like, the name, the person, or the holiday. Okay. I don't know why you would want to change anything about Happy Flag Day, so, Harriet. Right. Because them's the rules. So I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to keep the exact same plot. Everything is the same. But we're taking out Flag Day. Okay, that's what I was going to change. And making it... That's a girl's name. <laughs> Making a Janet. Happy Janet, Harriet. <laughs> it's Happy Boxing Day. Oh, and there's okay. literally no explanation to why he wants to do the flags on Boxing Day. He's just day. Canadian. <laughs> it's just six Canadian flags, maybe five. But <laughs> I love it. I love different it. Different Canadian flags. From like the different, from the different, you know, uh, provinces. Provinces, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, Great. Sure. Provincial flags. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I will, so I can take anything out of it. I mean, I, I replace yeah. something. Yeah. So right now I'm we're gonna, at Boxing Day Harriet starring Gwen Verdon. Okay, I'm going to replace Gwen Verdon with someone who's alive. Okay, okay. sure. Because I think it's going to be difficult. I mean, even in a fantasy world, mm-hmm. I would replace. Michelle Williams is welcome to fill in. Oh, sure. She's <laughs> truly amazing. So do I have to pick someone from here or yeah. just yeah. not yep. from my head, right? Okay. So I'm just going to grab out of the pile and I'm going to grab... Oh, Christine Eversole. Great. Yes. Which is perfect, because yes. then it will feel a lot like Grey Gardens. Yes. Where she has the sure. flag, and it is very much in that sort Oh, of good job. Well. So it'll be a follow-up. It'll be a, a follow-up piece for her, but um, it's less tragic, because she doesn't, like, you know, end up in the house forever. She gets to, like, mm-hmm. you know... Um, and, almost and, get and, murdered. Yeah, it's just <laughs> almost gets murdered. And Christine Eversole will play this to the hilt. She will literally mm-hmm. emotionally go there every night, yeah. as we know. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, great. So I'm going to change the name from Harriet um, to Todd, the name of our murderer. It is Happy Boxing Day, Todd. And then it is Christine Ebersole. Dancing um, to the Dancing to flags. And then at the end, she's like, happy Boxing Day, Todd, because he has had the calendar wrong the whole time. I just time. want to say. And she flips a big calendar. Oh, another you calendar know. musical. See, there yes. is a competition for that. Do you know how many there old is. people in the audience are going to leave so angry that Christine Ebersole did not sing a single note in the show? <laughs> oh, my God. She's just dancing her tits apart. Yeah. I like it. I'm okay with it. I would see this in three acts where each act is the different version of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like Clue. Yeah, exactly. Like, bum, 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 bum. like it might have happened like this. Yeah. Like a, it's a Gwen version. Yeah. So. That That's okay. Verdon version. Oh, Gwen that version. was cute. A different Verdon? Yeah, that didn't work. Mm, that didn't work, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good effort. Yeah. 
That was fun. That's all. Yeah, oh, that, that was great. great. Happy holidays. So yeah. I won. Happy holidays. You? Yeah, Kevin yeah, won. Kevin yeah, I won. Yeah, yeah. Right. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that boxing day switch really, yeah, really did it. Killed it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, before we leave, one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite color? Blue. Why? I don't know. I just have always related to it. I don't know. I've always really liked it. Um, lighter, darker? Does it lighter, matter? like sky blue. Mm-hmm. Kind of what I enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I look good in blue. Like, it's one of those colors that I, like, you know, I just sort of Wear a respond lot. to it. Like, Tiffany blue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. that's a nice, like, like a... Well, you have blue eyes. Yeah, yeah I have blue eyes. Mm-hmm. So do you. Yes, I do. And you've got glasses that, that have blue, blue in them. them. Yes. Very good. See? Gotta wear blue when you have blue eyes. Gotta do it. Got right. it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank we had you. a great time, too. Um, likewise. And yeah. thanks for the liquor. That's yeah, always a course. nice always. additive. Oh, yeah, anytime. Um, don't forget, go see Happy Birthday Doug uh, at the Soho Playhouse through March 1st. Um, you can go to SohoPlayhouse.com to get tickets. Yes. Uh, so definitely go and check it out. Um, any last words about the show that you kind of we didn't get to talk through today? Um, there's a bar downstairs, so if you if you enjoy the show and you enjoy drinking while you you know you can absolutely drink during the show before after during. Yeah, um, that's how we go to shows. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's an hour long, so that's another thing. Like if you're looking for a, you know because uh, the the oh. evening shows are at nine, uh, but you'll be oh, out of there perfect. by t- at ten. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it's quick. And, uh, well, and then I usually... go local. You're out of there. And exactly. <laughs> Done. Oh, my God. You could catch, like, a, a performance of Comfort Away at 7. Get out of here. You really could. And you actually the could. Totally. Oh. And what an evening of theater that I would mean, be. I mean, you can really go from wildly different tones. <laughs> yeah, but in... so many people playing multiple parts. That's the true. Whole that oh, my God. That's true. true. And there's really two have a, gay you know, guys. They, uh, yes. So two yes. gay guys to those nine gay, gay guys. guys. I know. I remember. I saw that tour of that, and those the gay. Oh really? The gay couple in that were they were are they supposed to be infuriating? I don't think they are. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh my! I but think again, so. like I think they well, can they break be. up. So they were very. They were just very quaint. I was like, oh, these. Oh. But uh, yeah, no spoilers. Um, but um, but it's a. Uh, you are know. there any of those guys? In oh, your absolutely. Show? There's a gay couple <laughs> in my show that's the, even the more worst. infuriating. Yeah. They're kind of the worst. Um, you know. Uh, I so bet yeah. nobody ever asks, oh my God, is that me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing is the very first character who who might be the biggest nightmare in the whole show is the very first character I play. And so many people ask me, like, is that me? Oh God. It's, and I was like, I would hope not. But, uh, you know, <laughs> like, maybe if you really think you're that, you might yeah. be. Yeah, well, so, if you, know. you don't think you're any of the other characters, maybe. Maybe. It's you, exactly. yeah. yeah, maybe it's worse if you think none of them are yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they, you know. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, uh, you can go to SohoPlayhouse.com to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you Or can... HappyBirthdayDoug.com. HappyBirthdayDoug.com yeah. is another place Either, where you yeah. can go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can follow him on social media at Drew Drogi. That's it. Yep. Yay. Got it. And uh, uh, you can follow us at Broadwasted. That hey, that's true. us. Uh, you can find us at the pod, uh, the Broadway Podcast Network. Oh, that's us. Us there, too. You can follow us. <laughs> you <Yeah>. got stuck. <laughs> oh, that's us. That's us there. They're there, too. Um, you can find us anywhere More you whiskey get. For you, I know, right? <laughs> anywhere you get podcasts. So Spotify, Stitcher. Um, uh, and then, of course, iTunes. Rate and review us there. Five, Five stars, stars, please. Oh, thank you. Um, but we end every episode with a quote. We do? Uh, Is that a new thing? <laughs> it, it bothers me every time I, I know, know it's I don't coming. know why that bothers you. You know I'm going to say it. Yeah, and Kevin's the one that doesn't actually forget. I, I know. I do always forget. <laughs> I know. End with a quote. Give them the old hocus pocus, Aww. beat and feather them. How can they see with sequins, sequins in, their in their eyes? eyes? What if your hinges are all rusting? What if you're, in fact, you're just, just disgusting. disgusting? Razzle dazzle them. And... They'll never catch wise. Oh, Terry Orbach. Yeah. Oh. And other people. Like I don't know. Those were the words. Mm-hmm. The hinges yeah. thing. Hmm. Yeah. Used to me. Do you think Fosse did hinges there? Like he made he, he made him wrong. sort of yeah. dance yeah. hinges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he dance hinges. I'm sure. You hinge at the hip. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. Oh, the one last question. Mm-hmm. You've done a lot of. Um, uh, TV you can ask a question and guest after spots. A quote. What gotcha. are you doing? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, is there one memorable one that you love? Uh, I'm sorry. What, a TV, a TV guest spot or, or whatever. Um, is there one that pops out? You've been on so many. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, it. They're all wonderful. Each time <laughs> I get to walk Each into a, a set. Um, I mean, the. I mean, they've been great. The. I guess the. 
the first one I did was really, really cool because I, I was on Reno 911. Mm. And that was like Fun. such a show that I loved, you know, watching. Yeah. And I think it was my first big, like, part on a TV show and like a real part, you know, and I just, that was so special to me to That's get to be awesome. a part of that and like walk around and, you know, and see those and just be among the world yeah. of those people. So, yeah. And then, you know, the, when you, the more you do, the more you're like, oh, it's like going to, I'm happy to have a job and yeah, going to work, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, that, and then I guess last year when I got to do Heather's, yeah. which was just a dream come true because sure. it was a beautiful, wonderful, very misunderstood and horribly um, dumped show because yeah. of what happened yeah. in the world. But it was really, it was a dream job. Mm-hmm. I, and it was the biggest part I've ever had on TV. I got to be in every episode. Yeah. And, um, and I played the drama teacher and they kind of wrote it for me and it was just, that was... The, the dreams come true, yeah. you know. So cool. Hopefully, another one of those soon, you know. Yeah, but. we'll check him out uh, at Happy Birthday, Doug. And uh, as we end every episode, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Drew. you so much thank for having you. me. We raise our glasses. Zutua bump. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.